2: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 37. I'm your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are my fellow locksmiths, Peter Eichmanns. Hello! And we have a very special guest today. Uh, Mr. Casey Lynch is out of the office today, so we have... Ms. Stephanie Lee, associate editor of IGN Wikis.
1: What's up, guys? And just so we're not lacking beards, I'm I'm actually walking a beard right now. I know. After I heard Casey
0: wasn't going to be here, (laughs) yesterday, starting about 4 p.m., I started growing
2: a chin beard. It's not going very well. I started growing my unibrow. I I don't know if you guys can see that, but it's really <laughs> difficult to, to look at this...
1: Hey, it's facial hair, so something. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. It's on the right track.
2: <laughs> there you go. It's streaming down my With face, cascading. With combined,
1: we will be as awesome as the beard-in-chief.
2: Slowly. Yes. <laughs> so, Stephanie, you've done Unlocked before, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's actually been a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's great to be back. Thanks for having the, me on. One of the
2: classic Absolutely. figures, yeah. Thanks, classic. For, uh, thanks for stepping in for uh, good old Mr. Lynch. No worries. Awesome. So... Uh, xbox wise stephanie what have you been uh, what have you been playing what's huge
1: i've been playing a lot of skyrim guys <laughs>
2: for like <laughs> a month straight at least. for a no month kidding.
1: straight and because i'm doing the wiki for it the, mm-hmm. the wiki guys. how guide, come you
0: so. not done yet jeez <laughs> oh,
1: man i try <laughs> oh. to like clone myself and have like 50 <laughs> of me doing things at the same time but still not enough to w- see everything in that game i'm telling yeah. you there's so much stuff but really that's is. really all i've been doing <laughs> sadly um but in the non-Xbox world, which we're probably not allowed to talk about, because I see Ninja in the
2: background. Oh. But,
1: uh, yeah, I've been playing like other some other non-Xbox games. You still. can say yeah. that. Yeah, we're go not. ahead. Yeah. Go for it. Zelda. Okay. pretty awesome. Nice. Fair enough. Skyward Sword. Yeah.
2: Right on. I'm a big Zelda fan. I yeah. mean, like I said on the podcast uh, last week, when we were discussing which franchises we'd trade, and yeah. I opted to go Zelda for Fable, because...
1: Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, I think (coughs) Skyward Sword would have been a much better game on, like, a 360 console, just because it can handle a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that was kind of the the thoughts from last week, too, Mm -hmm. is that it'd be a better fit. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of Skyrim, though, getting back to that, uh, obviously you've stuck a lot of time into that game. I mean, you kind of have to. It's just massive. What's your save
0: number? (laughs) I'm,
1: like, on 127 or something. Dude. But, um...
0: I'm not going to lie, I, think, I have more than that. But really? it's because I but, I pickpocket.
1: But you know how, how far, I'm like not far at all, because yeah. I spend most of my time like pausing the game and then writing, so I think I have uh, about 160 hours logged. Oh,
0: wow. But, but that's a lot of pause time. Yeah, probably, a lot yeah. of
1: it is pause time and writing time. Yeesh. And I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just so much stuff. And I'm just like, I'm doing kind of like mundane things, like doing lists and, you know, saying, hey, there's a butterfly here, it's really cool, <laughs> check it out. You know, are there
0: special butterflies that you can only find in certain places?
1: Yeah, yeah. There are some butterflies that kind of fly around in certain places, and then those are used for like uh, alchemy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That hmm. I have to Crazy. go find those things for people.
2: Can you like exciting, huh? Dragon shout them to new places, and
1: I've never tried. That sounds kind of brutal. <laughs> <I won't>, yeah, <laughs> take that butterfly. I just wonder
2: if you can like hose up the the ecology, the the ecosphere <laughs> of Skyrim by dragon shouting. Um, butterflies where they don't need it's to. it's actually
1: kind of cruel because like, you see them flying fluttering about mm-hmm. and then when you grab them it just says dart wing or the wing just taken and I'm like oh man I just pluck the wings off this thing <laughs> yeah and you just can just
2: picture them discarded
1: going. <laughs> the carcass <laughs>
2: you, you just look on the ground you see a, a, a butterfly staring up at you going why <laughs> yeah it's why? not like uh, okay. in,
0: in Zelda like, <laughs> it's not like Zelda where you have like a bug net or something yeah. where you put them in a jar to keep them safe
2: <laughs> this is like nope you killed that butterfly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: For the good of uh, alchemy, though. (laughs) For
2: the good of the land.
1: Yeah.
2: Awesome. So, this week, big news in Xbox. Um, The dashboard went live. Well, kind of went live. It tried to go live. It tried to go live yesterday. (laughs) Um, There was some delays. It got pushed back. It was originally going to be, I think, 10 a.m. Pacific was when they were thinking of going wide with it. But, you know, Major Nelson announced via his Twitter feed, that it was getting pushed back. And then, you know, some point late afternoon, early night, it eventually started rolling out to gamers.
0: Yeah, it was after, like, 5 o'clock.
2: Yeah. But, you know, there was a host of problems to come along with that as well. Um, Xbox Live service was down. I'm not really sure what happened there. Um, I don't know if they were just inundated with, you know, a lot of people logging into Live to get the, the new dashboard or, or what happened. But um, it was down for a substantial portion of the night. Um, I think... I posted a story last night around ten, and it was still down. Yeah, and um, by midnight, um, most of the service had been restored, um, except for Epix. That was the one thing, and uh, last I checked, it was still down. Yeah, as of the this recording morning. of this podcast. Yeah, mm. so which is
1: weird to me because you, you think they're like already familiar with their install base, so they should know yeah. like the load that's about to like come that come their way.
2: Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they've they have had ample time to work on it too and there was this mm-hmm. preview program. I kind of assume that's what preview programs were for. Was <laughs> to, to like work out some of those bugs, yeah. To keep shit like this from happening. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I guess that wasn't the case. So, I mean, the it's it's been band. a it's been a rocky start for the for the you know, the 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 dashboard to say the least. But, um, Peter, you've you've messed around with it a little bit. What, uh,
0: what do you think? Yeah, now, I, I mean, I was playing around with your beta version. We made that video. Yeah. And ever since I made that video, I've been getting voice and text messages through Xbox Live just saying, When's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming? <laughs> it's like, I wish I had an answer for you. I, just, I know as much as you guys do. Um, I li- I'm starting to like it. Mm-hmm. I think one thing, I walked in this morning and... Uh, andrew goldfarber news editor he's like i can't find out how to change this theme i had bought some or gotten like some promo theme like a year ago that's dumb Mm -hmm. i never used and it apparently when it updated his dashboard it just set that theme as his theme and he couldn't figure out how to turn it off (laughs) here you want this yeah we noticed you haven't used this in a while and so anyway i went in there i downloaded the update to my system here at the office and everything's fine xbox live was up again and um Sure enough, I was poking around. I was like, where is this thing? Because I, I found where you can buy new themes and all that. But mm-hmm. turns out, like, those personalized settings, you have to go to your social feed, click on yourself, and then you can change your gamer picture and your um, avatar stuff and your themes. So you, it sounds there. like you
1: really had to dig through a kind lot of clutter. Kind of. Like, it's
0: just yeah. e, stuff's in new places mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. And there's so many more new boxes with advertisements and promos and this stuff. It's a little unclear what goes where. Because I found... Mm. Like I said, I found where you can buy the themes, but you can't go in and change the themes from that menu. It's set somewhere else, and it's a little bit of a back and forth. So, it's, I think it's kind of growing pains. Like, you have to figure out where um, yeah. stuff is. It's going to be annoying for a little bit, but then I think in a week or two, we're not going to be talking about it because it's just Xbox now. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: I actually haven't downloaded it yet. And from based on my Twitter feed, it was kind of a pain to get. Mm-hmm. Like, it took a long yeah. time. There's there's more, a I kept getting errors. It was a rollout. I turned more it more on. Than it, have been. it was
0: like, there's an update available. Then it's like, you can't download this update. I'm like, why not? It's give me some weird <laughs> error code. And then I tested yeah. it, and it was downloading the update. Then I walked away, had dinner, came back, and it said, oh, the update failed. Uh, you can't connect to Xbox Live. And then I. Hit A, and it was still the old menu. Then all of a sudden, it was the new menu that was there, but I couldn't connect Xbox Live, and it was just messy.
2: Yeah, a, lo- a lot of people had issues like that. I think yeah. it just stems from the fact that Xbox Live was intermittently down. Yeah. last mm-hmm. night. So yeah, I don't know. It was it wasn't a really clean rollout, and uh, I, I really think uh, Stephanie hit the nail on the head when she uh, mentioned that it just felt kind of cluttered. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. Yeah. That that's kind of how I feel about it. Like as as clear as it. As it looks, I mean, it does look a lot cleaner on the surface. Um, It's got the new Metro UI, and you know, there's there's less options per page. But uh, along those lines, it's really it's kind of tough to find anything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, like like you said, Pete, it's going to be second nature within a matter of weeks for everyone. And I remember when the when the original uh, Nxe or whatever whatever the the last update was called,
1: right?
2: I think that came out in like 2009 or something. i remember correctly yeah i think you're right yeah um i i remember a lot of people having problems with that and the way it looked and wanting to go back to the blades but you know this is uh this is xbox and (laughs) yeah it's where we are i mentioned in uh the video
0: preview i'd done too like it's definitely like the new xbox is all about entertainment and their channels and the the tv and the videos because even on the the sub like the headings between, mm. like, social and video and all that stuff. Like, gaming's, like, fourth or fifth down the list. Wow. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, you go from your homepage to your... Friends list to games. You go homepage, friends list, video, you know, yeah. and music and so that I'm, kind of stuff.
1: I'm curious and like I know they they were having a really big push on like Connect integration. So with this new dashboard, does it like really make you want to go out and get a Connect just so you can use all the cool voice commands? And
0: not really, but I have to say it is pretty. It's very sensitive to Connect. Like mm-hmm. if you say Connect games, it's it's it goes right there. Yeah. Like it's much faster re- voice recognition than it had in the past, which is really nice to use when it can actually hear you. When I was doing the preview, I was having a lot of trouble because there's a lot of like uh, machine noise from the different video equipment we have in there. So I was like yelling at the connect to you know bing certain t- certain topics,
2: and it's just like nope, not going to do it. And we're no, like, well, I'm man, we're recording. To talk to my Kinect. Don't be camera shy. <laughs> what if it just reacted like Siri and it's like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. There's too much machine noise.
1: Siri awesome. It is
2: cool. Cool.
0: Overall, I don't know. It seems cool. I, I'm not too bothered by the ads yet because I just... Yeah. You start to realize where the stuff you use is and you go directly to that. It's not like I'm sitting there watching a commercial that I'm forced to. Right. Maybe that happens, but it hasn't happened to me yet.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll warm up to it. I mean, I do personally like the, the new Kinect features. I think that's great. Um, I've I've had a Kinect for uh, not not super long. I probably got it like six months ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't had it the full year that, that some people have. But, you know, I, it's just kind of been there, like, sitting next to my TV, as I'm sure is the case with a lot of kind people. Of,
0: it nods at you every time you turn on your yeah, Xbox. It's, Steve, it's- <laughs> I'm still here. Hey. It's like, hey. <laughs>
2: what's up? <laughs> it's just kind of like this passing in the hall, like, oh, hey, what's up? What's <laughs> What's up? Yeah. yeah, we don't really talk. We're just kind of acquaintances mm-hmm. who share a living room
0: space. You know one random detail that I do like? Hmm. On the Bing page, it pulls up random photographs. And sets them as a the background just for the Bing page.
2: Yeah, I noticed that too.
0: And then you can do photo credit; you can find out who took the picture. It's kind of mm. nice. Totally like, random, like, like
1: random photos. There's like nature photos. Facebook? No, page? I don't. <laughs> I don't think it
0: pulls it like that. That'd be get, that'd <laughs> that get weird. Spring break. If they must have some like uh, just photo library that this stuff okay. is pulled from. I think the actual Bing web browser does something like that too. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it just is cool because it's outside of the theme that you have set to your dashboard. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a random. Hey, that's cool. A volcano. Something you go, to Gets. do
1: while you're searching or trying to struggle to communicate Xbox, with your connect. Xbox! Bing! Xbox! Bing! I said bing! Ooh, a volcano.
2: Ooh, <laughs> you wanted to search for volcano. Here's a list of volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's slow going right now Yeah, for the dashboard, but it'll get there.
1: Eventually, I'll log back on uh, Xbox Live one of these days. Sure, I actually, haven't logged on for I think two at least two weeks now. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Because I've been playing um, Skyrim. Skyrim on the the works Xbox. So oh right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't feel like transferring my save back and forth, and I don't feel like doubling up on the stuff I've already done at home. Right. So.
2: Well, the good thing about that though is uh, cloud, cloud storage. Saves. Yeah. Have you cloud tried s- it? Did you configure it? Uh, cloud storage. I enabled it. Um, oh, okay. I haven't done much with it yet, though. I'm that I'm like. Before
0: this was coming, I was so excited about it, because mm-hmm. I could stop bringing that USB drive that has my profile and all my saves on it, which mm-hmm. is already very dangerous, because if anything had happened to that, I'd lose like half my game saves. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, I realized like, wait, cloud storage, what if I'm not online anymore? What if like, internet's <laughs> down or something, then I just can't do anything. What if the cloud rains?
2: What if the <laughs> what what do do weather do? turns stormy?
0: Oh my oh God. No. <laughs> What's happening? So I haven't enabled it yet, but I, I imagine I will. But I really I need to find a way to back up my saves.
2: Cloud's supposed to be pretty solid. I mean, yeah. I, I agree with you be. on the on the internet thing. I mean, that would be rough if you just lost your saves. And how's it,
0: like it, if I guess depending on your connection speed too. Like if any game that autosaves, I mm-hmm. um, imagine you can set it to autosave to the cloud as well for any save file you have up there. But yeah, what if like you lose Xbox Live halfway through your game? Uh, things get confused. These are just conspiracy conspira- <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy theories I have about losing saves and progress you're such a theorist
1: yeah theorist. that's a con- that's a major concern with cloud saving and cloud gaming in general yeah. So, and I'm sure Microsoft is really aware of that so yeah, they're going to exactly. make their infrastructure really robust and whatnot. and even yeah. if your game crashes I think the save will still be yeah out. I bet that's if you like lose point,
0: connection right? it's obviously going to yeah. save it to the hard drive instead or something along those lines yeah. But
2: yeah. and I still uh-huh. need to mess around with Cloud saves, but I'm not sure if it auto-saves to your cloud. Yeah, oh. good point. It could auto-save to your, to your console, hard drive, or memory unit, whatever you have. I saw there's a, a Cloud Save 101 video on the dashboard. I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to watch it when we get out of here. There you go.
0: Put some of my fears to bed. Mm-hmm. There you go. Assuage those
2: fears. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on. Um, so 343 Industries, Frank O'Connor uh, mentioned last week that Master Chief is going to change. In Halo Four, um, did you guys have a chance to see that story that yeah. our good Mister Goldfarb put up?
1: Briefly scanned it.
2: Cool, cool. Yeah, um, there are some radical changes in the way or on the way for Chief and Cortana, um, just kind of aesthetic things is what they're saying, um, but also in terms of Cortana's character, they're saying that you know she's been alive too long. Apparently, you know she she looked like she was at the end of her life at, uh, as an AI. Yeah. at the end of Halo Three. But, you know, she's still around, and she's absorbed much more information than a lot of AI constructs ever have. Probably more than any other AI construct has in Halo lore. And uh, she's getting crazy a little bit, so she's going into a state of what they call rampancy. So, what do, what do you think that's going to mean for the Halo 4 story?
0: I don't know. I could see it being, like, uh, you know, she's always there to guide him and help him out and tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she's, like, losing her shit because she's been out there too long and has too much information i see it maybe like almost an assassin's creed style like pop in pop out digital like craziness going on yeah maybe like the voice changing pitch character completely new voice actor i don't know Ooh, weird just something getting crazy and maybe maybe all her advice won't be so helpful this time around
1: it would just be like random (laughs) gibberish. like i need scissors yeah (laughs) 61 (laughs) 61. <laughs> <'61. laughs> but uh, and I, I also thought rampancy was not like necessarily becoming insane or whatever, but it's just becoming more self-aware and becoming like less of an AI and more of like have, getting very humanistic qualities. That's possible, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It'd be crazy. Yeah. I kind of wonder, well... Maybe she'll get too self-aware and we'll have, like, a Campbell freak out from the (laughs) end of Metal Gear Solid (laughs) 2. Have that that shit all over again. Man. That'd be kind of wild. And also, uh, Chief is going to get a new look. Um, They haven't really revealed much details. Yeah,
1: A new codpiece?
2: A new (laughs) codpiece, yes. That's what he needs. I imagine if the the quote is he's
0: been in space a long time, it might just mean that maybe his armor is a little more, like, mix and match. Things are a little more beat up, dented, Mm -hmm. scraped, burnt, charred, who knows what. It could be. I, it be like, yeah. I mean, I don't think a visual thing like that's going to be like, oh, that's that's not the Master Chief I know and love. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's... It, ma- it makes sense. I mean, it's a logical yeah. move, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have to both show that this, you know, iconic character that we thought we might not never see again uh, is still out there, but things have changed. Like, this has been mm-hmm. a long time coming. I mean, the legendary ending of 3 uh, very much leaves that, and the teaser we've seen for 4, like, yeah. things are change we don't know quite what's happened or what's going on but there's some
2: explosion residue all over him from could all those explosions in space i wonder if shit's gonna get pretty serious in halo 4 it could be like a a, a gritty franchise reboot That'd the way cool. that batman begins was yeah but uh yeah set in halo
1: should be pretty cool Ooh. yeah i'm and curious
2: it, to hear more i'm sure we will
0: soon yeah
1: will know right not the next gen console. correct yeah
2: okay. yeah yeah, it's a cool. uh, 360 in 2012. They didn't say only 360 in 2012. Ah. It's kind of one of the things that have been that's been kicking around yeah. in the rumor mill. Like, oh well, they said it's coming for 360, but not only 360. <laughs> yeah, but right. We've like,
1: seen we've <laughs> seen games jump like games that have been released for the current gen and then jump over to the next gen, and mm-hmm. they, they didn't turn out very well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Twilight Princess.
1: And uh, was it? Was it black that
0: did that too? Uh, I don't no. think so. I or think there, was, just there, was, there were a ton to... Maybe just just, just yeah. cut no, the original just cause. Okay. Me. Yeah. Did that come out on Xbox? Just cause? Yeah. I feel like yeah. it did. Xbox 1.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. It did. But Yeah, okay. Then, yeah. yeah, there was a very like I think it was a pretty <laughs> straight port, but the first one was okay on 360 then too
2: yeah the, huh. the the 360 launch had a bunch of those games yeah those like okay it's also on xbox but eh, here's an uh, here's an <laughs> hd upres for you like gun and um tony hawk what what was the tony hawk game that came out at launch like american Project wasteland 8? or something
1: yeah i think no, that was, american wasteland. That was the next year yeah
2: oh. yeah but i mean there there were a few of those games that weren't you know didn't really do much for the 360 they're just kind of there
1: Speaking of Tony Hawk, did you see the uh, news story that went up today? That Tony Hawk tweeted saying, oh, I'm going to make an announcement at the VGA. Is coincidence. I think not.
0: <laughs> I did not see that. Yeah,
1: that's that's what I just saw today.
0: If it can erase like six or seven years of yeah. Tony Hawk history, <laughs> I'm game. I love the first four Tony Hawk mm-hmm. games. I know some people say like even four was going off the rails, but I still had so much fun with four. Three, One, two, three, four.
2: Three was the, the echelon for me. I, that I think, series definitely peaked at 3.
1: For sure. But I think I spent the most time with the original. Really? Oh, yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, for yeah, that sure. was so fun.
2: I played the original on n Do you guys wow. remember that? Yes. <laughs> not, not exclusively. Exclusively, I, well, I also played it on uh, Dreamcast. I loved it on that. Yeah.
1: I played it on the PlayStation.
2: Me too. Nice. Nicely <sighs> done. side. Next up. Maybe um, we're getting a, a, just a new game with that board peripheral. Oh, God. Oh. Maybe that board peripheral is the game. <laughs> you just have so, to put wheels on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then go outside. <laughs> That's the new Tony Hawk game. It's awesome.
1: And they're all wearing, like, those 3D glasses while skateboarding.
2: <laughs> it's just a digital readout that yeah. has point, arbitrary points on it. Like, <laughs> Yay, 250. <250." laughs> like, I didn't do anything. You didn't fall off. <laughs> you hit a crack in the sidewalk and jumped off your board. 200 <laughs> points. <laughs> Woo. So next up, guys, uh, we ran a story earlier this week um, on what a Skyrim movie would be. So um, it was Jesse Shadeen um, posted the article. It would speculate what the movie would be, um, you know, w- what would work in it, what wouldn't work, you know, just given the the Skyrim storyline and just kind of general Elder Scrolls lore. Um, everyone here has been playing Skyrim quite a bit. So... Um, yeah. What do you guys think of a potential Skyrim movie? Nope. Nah, no
1: no, no nope. movie. It's way thing, too big.
0: Yeah, It's not even that it's so big. The It'd be thing, like
1: a 10-hour movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the appeal of the Elder Scrolls universe and all the games so far is that you make your own stories. You do what you want to do. You play it how you want to play it. Uh, there's like... This joy in discovering something that you had no idea was there, or maybe your friends haven't seen yet, or nobody's even heard of yet. Just these Mm -hmm. random moments, and once you turn that into a movie, it loses all sense of freedom, uh, personalization, like telling your own story, because it's forcing it down this one path. And, like, granted, I have only played, like, a little bit of the main quest line. Uh, Mm -hmm. But to make a movie, they have to tell a main story like that, with one set character. Yeah. Um, one set, you know, dis- sense of discovery. And it's like, what you know, what, how Skyrim turns into these random, like, oh my God, a dragon hit just when I was doing this. But mm. in a movie, it's like, oh, here's a dragon. It's not like the sense of wonder. It's like, okay, he's going to fight several dragons throughout this movie. But
1: maybe you don't have to do the movie in the perspective of, like, the character you created. Maybe you can make a movie out of, like, the existing um, NPC ecology that's in Skyrim, you know? Like, I think since there's so many different quest lines in Skyrim, Mm -hmm. I think, like, a focus on, like, the Dark Brotherhood or something, or the Daedric quests would be really cool. And, honestly, I would not want to watch a movie about dragons. I'd rather kill them and, and, you know, absorb their souls.
2: I think a friend of mine had that as his yearbook quote.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, I I think that would kind of make for a boring movie just, like, about dragons.
0: Yeah. No, that's actually a good point. Just mm -hmm. taking... The lore, the world, right. and telling some random, completely unrelated story. Yeah. Like yeah. about how the guy, what his adventures before he got shot in the knee.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, God. <laughs> Backstory. Ripping, what, ripping knee guard your begins. Ma-
1: your patella tendon is no not... Joke. Funny. And I know why people keep laughing. They obviously have never had their knee shot by We've arrow. obviously ran, everyone
0: sort of ran that joke into the ground. But yeah. I gotta say, Destin's montage video awesome. is awesome. Yeah, Especially the final clip of that where he shoots a guy in the knee and he's like, well, <laughs> carry on, citizen. He and he walks away walking. with an arrow in his knee. It's so <laughs>
1: perfect. Yeah, they killed it within, like, a day. Yeah. Congratulations, internet.
2: Way to be, guys. Well played.
1: But like, I actually think the the Elder Scrolls series would make an awesome TV series, if they can get the budget and um, make mm-hmm. it, like, ten seasons long.
2: Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I mean, it'd kind of be in direct
0: contention with Game of Thrones. So yeah. No. Just a medieval, like, that style of show.
1: I, yeah, I guess.
0: Though I it's uh, that stuff happens all the time, like, similar movies, similar shows. Like, somebody yeah. wants to be like, how can we compete with Game of Thrones?
2: Yeah, Game of Thrones is gangbusters right now, so... Yeah. I think it would be it, it's an it's a great time to come up with a, a fantasy TV show. Mm-hmm. Try to strike when that iron's hot. Yeah, just Elder Scrolls. You don't have to name it. You don't have to subtitle it. Yeah, go for it.
1: Just don't put Scrolls in the title, otherwise Bethesda will come after you.
0: No, that's true. <laughs> well, I'd hope that if It'll somebody take makes an, an Elder eight. Scrolls game, that Bethesda would have some say in it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. True. <laughs> <that. laughs>
2: you don't need no stinking Bethesdas.
1: Would you want to see a movie made out of Skyrim though?
2: There are things that I would like to see in a movie mm-hmm. from Skyrim, but would I like to see a Skyrim movie? No. <laughs> I like the idea of you know talking zombie dragons. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, cool. disagree with you a little bit. I, I would <laughs> like to see that in a movie. Um, I do like killing them. Don't get me wrong, um, but I think that would be a really cool thing. I like the. Uh, the the politics of, of race that they deal with. Oh yeah. In yeah, the in the older scroll games as a whole, like with uh, you know, Dark Elves and 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 Wood Elves, right?
1: Yeah. The elves are really hated in that game. Yeah, yeah. They get really shafted. Yeah, and I, I think the that, Dark Elves. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think that'd be a really cool thing to, you know, approach in a film context. And you know, even The one story arc tying everything together of this person who basically comes from nothing and is, you know, some revered hero known as the the Dragonborn Mm. Dovah you know. I think that would be a kind of cool end to pursue. However, I wouldn't like to see a Skyrim movie because for me, the story has always been, you know, ancillary. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean I the stories are, are interesting and you know there there is enough in the quest progressions to really keep you invested in the storyline and what's happening and going from point A to point B. Um but for me exploration has always been paramount. And if you don't have that factor, then you really don't have Skyrim. You might as well be making, you know, Game of Thrones or yeah. or anything else, any kind of, you know, linear narrative that would, you know, move an audience from a beginning to a finite end which is not what elder scrolls is about yeah
1: let's backpedal a little bit here Mm -hmm. i think you struck gold when you said zombie dragons (laughs) (laughs) so people people have been complaining about zombies so that is the perfect um twist (laughs) there you go having a zombie dragon apocalypse (laughs) let's see people survive that
2: Horrible, horrible so, like, apocalypse. The Walking Dead meets Rain of Fire.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> if anyone remembers that, yeah. <laughs> awful, awful movie.
1: Yeah, oh, man. So that would be an interesting movie. I'd watch it.
0: <laughs> I think I've gotten to the point in Skyrim. I was talking to Justin Davis, the mobile editor here at IGN, about this, uh, where I could walk away and feel okay. Yeah, like Wait. I'm mid, like probably early 10, 20 percent into the stop story. Just stop completely. playing it. Wow. Uh, I put about thirty hours into it um i could just i think i could walk away and feel like man skyrim was great cool is that i mean
2: it, that's. No, ca- no, no, it's that's... a little bit weird because everyone everyone goes at their own pace i exactly. mean not not everyone's gonna drop you know 150 200 hours in the game i mean quite a few people will yeah um but not Plus everyone's gonna do PS3. that ps3 Ooh, ouch <laughs> oh man <laughs> me man. ouch sorry <laughs> i mean that, those claws that away. sucks
0: <laughs> it was funny uh uh, Ryan Clemente was talking about how uh, it's this perfect game because as, if you if you don't like make a mess and throw stuff everywhere and leave doors if, like if you close doors after yourself and do all the stuff apparently it helps the save file problem and he's like this is my perfect game it's all about being polite <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> i can just see him like closing every door behind him and making sure every chest is nice and neat and
1: not leaving bodies lying around yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's a, he's such a nice player
2: exactly I think he's gonna after he beats the the main storyline he's just gonna walk around behind people when they sneeze and say, God bless you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) very. Except he's going to use the Fusero da or whatever and just knock him over. God bless
1: you! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I
0: will will finish Skyrim, but I feel like I know what it is. I feel like I have had the experience. I've had the random craziness happen. I've had silly things happen. I've had those, oh my god, what did I just find moments. And I'm just going to, I think, put it away for a few weeks while I finish up some other stuff.
1: Well, you're right, though. Like, if you if you kind of boil down the whole ex- the Skyrim experience, none of it really. The whole wor- the whole world is just really immersive, but when you boil it down, like the, the combat mechanics are kind of clunky, mm-hmm. and the the writing is decent, and the story is like at least better than Oblivion, yeah. and that's not saying much. <laughs> um, the main storyline that is, and and then like once you get once that sense of discovery and that whole like awe-inspiring, um feeling you get from just absorbing this world that bethesda created it kind of the the googly eyes kind of go away (laughs) you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah and i I still get that because i haven't even visited every of the major every one of the major towns and uh i was still like it's a little bit breathtaking to walk into some of these towns and to see how they're set up like on a cliff or in the mountains like i had to run a thieves guild quest all the way out to the far um west of the map i forget the town name but they have that whole like dwarven underground thing where there's a researcher working on stuff and you go through you have to sneak in and uh steal his translation in like the falmer language and uh, mm-hmm. it's just kind of crazy like it's this whole new visual overhaul because it's all like dwarven stuff and um it's like oh wow this is interesting i haven't seen everything because i've just spent too much time in the east
1: <laughs> yeah lots of cool stuff and of Absolutely.
0: course you're not going to see everything but yeah. it yeah. was surprising
1: well oh i also want to just take this time to totally off top well not off top but a little bit of a tangent uh i wanted to thank um the my ign community for helping out with the skyrim wiki because if i were to do all that my stuff i'd probably blow my brains out
0: (laughs) you guys saved a life today
1: (laughs) be like russell crowe and beautiful mind contributors it's
2: those (laughs) contributions totally very nice awesome thanks guys and uh, let's move on to our next segment, which is email. How how's Casey say it? I'm pretty sure it's like, email, 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 squeak,
0: email. Squeak, he actually
2: squeak, just sits mail. in the corner and starts crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just kidding. He does it bombastically. He <laughs> goes, <laughs> email, like Wait, that. That's better. That, that actually
1: really sounds like him. Thank you. Yeah.
2: I've, I've been honing it. I should, like, I should, I should pass I over I go this beard. <laughs> <laughs> the beard has been passed. All right, guys. Lucas Betta from Brasil, says, I've been wondering why developers have trouble exploring new ideas for franchises. We have we have many zombie games and war games on the market, but we don't see a good story about a samurai. Neither do we have a famous vampire game. Developers keep telling the same stories using the same elements. Why is that? Are developers afraid of exploring something outside of their comfort zone? Or is it just they... Or are they just making games that they know the consumers will be inclined to buy? What other kinds of stories would you like to be told in games?
1: First of all, Lucas, samurai game, Onimusha. And, and <laughs> famous uh, vampire games, Castlevania.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where has guy go. been? Good points. <laughs> and also a Dishwasher. Blade. I mean, that game was yeah. badass. I didn't
1: play that. It's a samurai it is game. Good. It's great. Yeah, I heard.
2: But oh. I think,
0: I mean, I think he's talking probably big, obviously Castlevania hits this, but big AAA, mm-hmm. like,
2: major release about samurai.
1: Yeah. Which
2: I mean, we haven't gotten. I mean, Onimusha yeah. definitely, but that, we haven't seen Onimusha in yeah, a yeah. really long time.
1: It just, it just seems like he's, he's taking into account only like the most recent games. Mm-hmm.
2: But at the really same time, he does
1: bring it.
0: up a good point. Like, how many sequels have we seen this year? It's been uh, insane. Like, like every game has sequels. three yeah. tacked onto yeah. it. Yeah. And so day. I think you, you brought up the point yourself, like... Um, they're not afraid to explore something outside of their comfort zone, but like their investors and the people paying their salaries yeah. need to see some kind of return on it. So right. it's harder for AAA developers to take risks. Mm-hmm. To really is. Um, So that's why you're gonna see a lot of kind of similar games and games reverting to mechanics that they know work and mm-hmm. sequels and similarities and kinda ground we've seen before.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the sorry, I was oh, no. gonna interrupt um, you.
2: No, I was just gonna say it's it's really difficult, you know, with the the way the economy is and mm-hmm. Just kind of worldwide. Like, people are really leery when it comes to investing a huge amount of money, which, you know, games cost a ton of money to make. Yeah. People are leery about investing in something that they aren't sure is going to work. So that's why you see a lot of, you know, big A tier franchise games like, you know, Gears of War 3 and, you know, what have you come out instead of you know really daring small titles but that being said i mean there are a lot of the the indie scene is getting huge these days Right. like there are a lot of really small games that came from from you know small beginnings and have just ballooned and became awesome i mean look at minecraft yeah i mean that's probably the the feel-good homebrew story of the year i mean that game came from like totally auspicious beginnings and it's just massive now it's in a league of its own
1: for sure. If you it's want innovation, you look towards the indie uh, segment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they also, have less to
0: lose when they take risks. Also, I mm-hmm. want to say,
1: I mean, like consumers have like all the power. If you, if you want to see change and you don't want to support what yeah. a, a company is doing, just don't buy that game. Mm-hmm. Even though if you really, really want to play it. <laughs> yeah. But and maybe that will maybe encourage them to, you know?
0: Yeah. The problem is like one know. person doing that, it, doesn't make a dent you really need to get a lot of people together yeah, to do well, that which is hard but it's you're definitely voting with your dollars on what yeah. the next game you want to see with the game you're buying at the current time
2: and one note Sorry. on on what he said too um about a famous vampire game i know we have castlevania mm-hmm. but do you guys remember vampire the masquerade it was a pc yeah. game i heard about that came out a long time ago
1: mm-hmm.
2: well like Maybe not that long ago. It it ran on the the Half Life Two engine.
1: What was it on the PS Two as well? I few... I can't
2: remember. It, it it may have been announced at some point for the mm-hmm. PS Two. I'm not sure if it ever actually came out. Yeah. Uh, the developer who did it, uh, they were called Troika. Um, they've since gone out of business, unfortunately. Hmm. But I just remember playing that game on my PC, and it was it was badass. It was a really fun game. It was a, an an action RPG, and you had to adhere to like these. These special, you know, conditions like you—you you weren't allowed to to reveal your your presence to a human. You, you couldn't let them know you're a vampire because that was that's faux pas within the the vampire community. Yeah, and that was a cool game. We we got another uh um another unlock listener sending an email about that game, and it it reminded me, and that's why I'm bringing it up now because yeah, that game was the game was really badass.
0: Just wait for it, coming in 2012, Lego Twilight. <laughs> oh God,
1: <laughs> that would be the most h- horrible game i don't know <laughs>
0: i can't wait It'd to be glitter. awkward i'm surprised nobody even in like maybe there's a facebook thing but i'm surprised nobody's tried to use that license for some kind of game
1: no that's there's good. there's a there's a it i'm surprised there's too there's twilight actually. there yeah you know,
0: that's something yeah but i think obviously the i'd like to hope that the demographic that is really into twilight isn't into
1: games i think people just realize <laughs> that that whole series is so devoid of action and and passion and ev- basically everything else that it just won't make a good video game
0: I'm pretty sure the whole series is just based on like timid lip biting like, <laughs> and like longing looks. So there's like a button for that. Yeah, you
2: know, it's also about walking around shirtless in the woods. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Okay. It, it's wouldn't,
1: it wouldn't even make a good dating simulator. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love you, but I can't. Uh. I you have like a dialogue wheel.
0: I love you, but I can't. <laughs> I love you, but I'm a vampire.
2: I'm a vampire. Come sparkle so with me. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, Twilight, you rock. Oh. Jason Bristol asks, with the recent list of top 100 gaming moments, I wanted to know what your personal favorite gaming moment is. It can be anything you want. Double points for being Xbox specific. Oh, man. You see this? It's a really
0: cool feature that uh, we put together between the UK office and here. But that's such a hard thing to settle on because mm-hmm. it's different for everybody. Like these iconic yeah. moments because it's like, is it is it important? Is it? A top moment for gaming as a whole is a top moment for you, and it just so happens a lot of those intertwine. Like, um, but I, I don't know. I was trying to think about this too. I'm trying to think of like the earliest memories I have that I was like, yeah, awesome, cool, when oh, I was for, a kid.
1: For me, actually, um, it was because for Street Fighter Two, I used to button mash the crap out of that thing, nice, and then I finally was able to, um, on purpose do a short uh hadouken and yeah. i was really proud of that moment nice when out this was when i was six years old by the way but <laughs> awesome. yeah that's one of my that's a, a gaming moment for me where i was like wow i can control my character <laughs>
2: It's <Nice. laughs> a good one to have
0: man i think probably the first time i beat moonwalker on sega genesis oh really? that game just gets ridiculously hard yeah you beat that i beat it Holy i stayed crap. up all night and beat moonwalker which is a surprisingly good game i thought it's kind of great <laughs> i like that game um more recently a moment i love on xbox is the first time you jump off the tower and Crackdown. oh yeah the agency tower awesome that is really cool good, good moment
2: mm. just uh, jumping around in the through the skyscrapers in that game yeah. in general is when just you awesome. first
0: up like upgrade so your uh, agility mm-hmm. and you're just like leaping through the city it's so much fun Man, <laughs> but I don't. Th- I don't think I have like a moment that completely defines everything for me. There's just these things when I think Man. back that stand out to me for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, another one that stands out for, to me right now is the um, the first time you start exploring the world in Arkham City when you're like grappling from building to building, and I thought oh, yeah. that was really cool.
2: Yeah, that is awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, for me, kind of trying to go for the double points thing. Um, uh, okay. When Braid came out, the um, yeah, you ending Braid. of Braid. Oh, yeah yeah the ending of that game is just fucking incredible it's the coolest ending for a video game i think i've ever seen and i i remember like after i watched it like or after i you know did it I, you don't really watch it you kind of yeah partake in it right it. yeah um but yeah i would have like friends come over to my house and I say dude you have to see this like even non-gaming friends yeah like people i went to college with were just like what the f- what what the hell is this said, no, you have to watch this ending. It's so amazing.
1: <laughs> That's your and icebreaker. They, yeah,
2: they didn't even know what I was talking about. They don't know
0: who you are. You're bringing in people from the street. <laughs> you,
1: come here. Hey, come on. You gotta Get over see here. this in my house.
0: This is come, come into my living
2: room for a moment. Close the door. Get <laughs> <laughs> the in. light. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, for, for anyone who hasn't beaten Braid, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But, beat it. Like, if you don't have it, download it. If you have it but haven't beat it, beat that goddamn game. 'Cause that ending is
1: awesome. I still need to beat it then. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: it's great. It's amazing.
0: I think the first time probably driving around in like Grand Theft Auto and realizing grit three where you can mm-hmm. you're in three D and you go off a jump and just crazy stuff starts happening. I think that's like a huge defining factor f- factor for me in sandbox games that I like more than others. I love vehicles. I mm-hmm. love driving cars and bikes and doing crazy stuff. Because I feel like the most <laughs> random, unexpected things happen due to the physics of driving and jumps and leaping through the air, that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I that's got why... so frustrated with the driving in GTA 3.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not perfect, but um, there's just some amazing stuff that happens. And that's why I always preferred like vehicular sandboxes mm-hmm. to like infamous.
1: Okay, are mm-hmm. just on jumping Xbox. around. Yeah.
0: Grinding? Though, I do appreciate an Infamous,
2: the Infamous games, how fast you run. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd get real boring. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's why a lot of these sandbox games at least have some form of transportation yeah. instead of just hoofing it all yeah. the way through. Like, even Red Dead gave you a, a horse yeah. to go around on. Um, You know, Mafia, you have cars. Yeah. GTA, you have cars. Like, I mean, that's kind of one of the biggest obstacles with a lot of sandbox games is mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, how the hell are you going to get around this gigantic place? If you're just running, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's Skyrim, because you have fast travel and all that <laughs> That is the vehicle. Indeed. Uh, Joshua Redding would like to know that, or like to tell us rather, that he was inspired to go back and play Thief Deadly Shadows. Right on. That was a great game. Uh, with Eidos Montreal's stunning revival of Deus Ex, what have you heard about their forthcoming reinvention of Thief? And have any of you played the old games? Thanks for the great work, and Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas to you too, Joshua. Um, yeah, I've played um, all three of the previous Thief games, and I loved them. They were awesome. Going way back to, like, Looking Glass Studios when yeah. they did the original one. Um, but yeah, I personally haven't heard much about Thief 4 um, no, in, in years. since for, like me, 2009, that- I think.
0: Yeah, they haven't said anything. Yeah. But for me, that was a series I kind of <laughs> missed entirely. Even though there. I have them sitting in my Steam library at home untouched. <laughs> oh, dude. It's one of those things that's like, I need to play the Thief series. It's on sale for five bucks. What? Buy. And then it just sits there. That's yeah. the
1: whole danger of the Steam sales. Oh, yeah.
0: I have, I don't know how many it's games rope in there. you in,
1: and then you have like this gigantic backlog of games.
0: Exactly. Yeah. In addition to the backlog of games I have, yeah. of console
1: games.
2: <laughs> yeah. so, come on. <laughs> But no, I mean they were really good. I mean, I'm not entirely sure how much they would hold up now. Yeah. I mean they they would probably be pretty dated. I haven't played them in a long time. But yeah, last I heard about The 4, it was called like they're doing that that thing where they try to interject the the number into the title. It so was it was like spelling The 4th The 4th The 4th The 4th. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. And I was like, "Uh, come on guys, don't do that." But yeah, other than that, it's it's been pretty mum. I would think that, you know, with the success that Deus Ex has found, I mean, it's been a great game. Yeah. You know, critically, it's done extremely well. People are talking about it. It's going to be a big game this Christmas. Um I think that'll definitely restart the the Thief uh, 4. Thief 4. Thief Thiorf. Thorf. I'm still waiting on my copy of
0: Deus Ex to show up. That's one of the few games this year I missed entirely. Stupid oh. wedding. It's all... Oh
2: silly pete no it's, it's a good game yeah it's it's really really awesome it's solid and yeah I, I love the Thief's game but one one thing that might kind of be an obstacle for thief 4 that i was thinking of is um it seems like assassin's creed kind of has the market cornered on you know stealth renaissance slash medieval era gaming so you know it's it's kind of up to IDOS montreal or you know whoever ends up developing the project Maybe we'll find out that Thief games
0: were actually part of a computer program, and the real story <laughs> taking place in the. Oh, damn it! Yeah, that's what? been done too. Damn.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't see Assassin's Creed as much of a stealth game because, mm-hmm. like, I'm so used to Splinter Cell and, and Metal Gear yeah. Solid. Yeah. It is just more of a kill things discreetly. <laughs> kind of it's game. more
0: of like an acrobatics game. Yeah, yeah. And Thief definitely does it differently with first mm-hmm. person and um, not as many acrobatics.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely room for for distinction there. It's just kind of a matter of, you know, the the consumer's eye when they look at the D4 when it eventually comes out. Like, are they going to look at it in those terms? And I think that's something that they're probably taking seriously over at IDOS Montreal. And we're definitely in an era
0: of reboots with new Syndicate coming out, like, early Mm, next year. Um, It's a first-person
1: shooter now, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which, I don't know, it actually looks pretty good. To me, it's looking like, obviously, uh, there's a huge parallel to Deus Ex just in the futuristic time frame and everything, but it looks kind of like the style, style um, is almost like it's polishing Deus Ex with some brink, like the look of that. Like mm-hmm. a little more colorful in some ways. It's not just so as yellow as Deus Ex. <laughs> um, but the one thing, my favorite part of the old um, top-down games, or three-quarter view games... Where was the Persuadotron, where you could just have this whole army to follow you around, and you could persuade enemy agents, and they'd follow you around, too. So you'd just have this posse, like, <laughs> storming through a map of every available citizen following you around. Made my day. And there's no Persu- Persuadotron in the new one.
2: Oh,
1: damn.
0: Yeah. And, of course, um, XCOM. Yeah. Which we haven't heard about since E3.
1: 2010, right?
0: No, 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 I saw it this year. Oh, okay. Um, They went dark for a long time and kind of redid some stuff mm-hmm. and tried to make it more ex commie with some more tactical first-person type stuff. Yeah. It looks interesting. I mean, I, it's way too early to make a judgment call on that, but mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll start hearing more about that soon because I'm guessing maybe late next year that'll be coming. Yeah. I don't know. It's
2: definitely one to keep an eye on. Yeah. But Big fan of the originals.
0: I think with those kind of games doing well, Deus Ex and everything... Um, it would make sense to look at Thief again. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, sure. Thief Fourf, Thorf, Thief Thorf. Thor. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Mark from Washington says, "I'm an achievement hunter." The term "achievement whore" drives me nuts for some reason. Well, you don't want to feel cheap. You don't
0: want to be called a whore. <laughs> you don't want to be used. Yeah, most people don't want to be called a whore. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's that's the reason, bro. <laughs> um,
1: Makes sense. <laughs>
2: And I have noticed that such people tend to catch a lot of flack about my achievement hunting ways. I've noticed you guys talk about achievements a lot, so I was wondering if you could help me think of a way to explain to non-believers that this is why we do. Why is it that this is so addicting?
0: Well, there's, like, a hue- It, I guess it gives a sense of purpose to why you're gaming. It like gives a, yeah. a literal stat percentage success rate of mm-hmm. what you're playing. Um, so it gives, like, that instant um gratification for like oh my god mm-hmm. i just headshotted 20 dudes and got yeah, an achievement for it
2: it's very pavlovian yeah like it's you know you 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 want to play a game to play it but you also you know it's fun to to look at like little supplemental things i mean all all achievements aren't great i yeah. guess no, i mean no, no, there, there's a lot of ones. like shitty achievements like i i hated the trying to find all the pigeons and, and <laughs> Did you do it? And that shit? I didn't. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing. You will always miss one. Yep. And you go back to a guide and it's like, here's the order to do them all. And it's like, okay, well, which one of these did I fucking miss? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I did that
0: <laughs> in Crackdown. Pigeons. I got all the hidden orbs in Crackdown. Fucking <laughs> 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 Took forever to find the last one. Well, yeah. physio-
1: physiologically, um, you actually get a little dopamine squirt. Yeah. So it makes you feel noise, good. Because that even that
0: sound <laughs> effect. Bloop, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm sure that was actually scientifically like manufactured. Like, it's like it's it's it was made from an exact science. Like, yeah. this is a sound that would get people riled up, and you know, get them on yeah. giddy. So that's that's why. So I'm, I I'm
0: guessing if you're calling yourself an achievement hunter, like you like to hundred percent games and um, like seek out the the tough bits and mm-hmm. the easy bits, and you play anything that's thrown in front of you. Um, which is totally respectable. I don't know if you need to explain it to someone. Yeah. Like it's if it, that's your thing, that's cool. Like I'm totally fine with people who like to rack up that score. Um I noticed Steve and I are like, actually in like a neck and neck race with achievements, like <laughs> low thirty thousands. Um and I've I don't know, I've hundred hundred percented five games and I'm proud of four of them. Cool. Yeah. I I played NCIS. I think but it was I for actually review. I think right.
1: uh achievement addictions are could be a clinical uh, addiction.
0: Yeah, I think hmm. we had a, an article on the site or I read some article about how um the what what addiction means in gaming and how a lot of studies that say talk about it mm-hmm. are actually wrong. Um but I don't know. It's definitely a psychological yeah. triggered trail of breadcrumbs, you know, to right. keep you playing. But they definitely, in some cases, like, open up, you might not realize you could do something until you Mm -hmm. see, like, an achievement, like, do this five times. You're like, I didn't know I could do that. And you're like, ah, this changes everything. Hmm."
2: Yeah, I mean, but it also kind of sounds like um, if you love finding all these achievements and unlocking all the crap in these games Mm -hmm. and hunting down all the hidden items, that's just kind of the type of gamer you are, right? Yeah. I mean... Kind of more so than achievements. This is probably something that you'd be doing even without, you know, the the ding of an achievement, like sh- shooting pigeons in real life. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I do in my free time. <laughs> um, all I can say is actually, as long as you're playing the game to enjoy it and getting those achievements, you know, in the process, and not just mm-hmm. playing the game to get achievements. I think that's actually a very marked difference. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And then I think, personally, I think that's kind of an unhealthy behavior to be. Driven by just getting those points and achievements mm-hmm. rather than just enjoying yourself um, playing the game. That's just my personal thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean, teach his own. More power to you, I hope you. And it, the thing about uh, hunting for achievements, too, it's kind of a little bit competitive. Like maybe you have uh, a friend or somebody who um, is also kind of doing the same thing. So you want to keep the edge going, like you want to battle back and forth and yeah. unlock a few more things than they have. Which is totally cool, and it's a good reason to play. But, yeah, I, I'm with you, too. Like, I want to enjoy the game for mm-hmm. the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I, it's hard to, um, like, play something on another system almost because of this achievement thing. Like, even though I'm not an achievement hunter, um, I still feel the need to play more things on Xbox. Um, also because yeah. we do a lot of Xbox writing here, I dare say, um, <laughs> than I would on PlayStation or PC. Because I'm like, oh, I want to add to my score, even if, you know, just because... Just even if it's I'm not obsessively trying to 100 percent everything.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. 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 Ah, psychology.
2: Indeed. So yeah, I mean why it's addicting just
1: We're we're not yeah. we're not psychologists who say for yeah. sure. <laughs> but it definitely is addicting. The bloop sound is awesome. It is. <laughs> you know,
2: it's it's you know rewarding. But the important thing mark is just to make sure that you're having fun yeah you know like you guys said it's important to to play the game have a good time and if you're if you find yourself doing an achievement and you're like what the fuck i gotta unlock this <laughs> goddamn achievement and you're getting you know pissed about it and furious and it's just not unlocking for you you don't just stop yeah Just go play something else play something that is fun or move on to another section of that game and you know just have fun if you find it the the harder you find to do that, then uh, you might be you might be an achievement addict. In which case, first Mark, step is
0: admitting you have a problem. Yeah,
1: that's true. Would, would that be called like achievements anonymous? <laughs> AA yeah. still AA. You
0: have to go apologize to all the games you've wronged for not playing them <laughs> because you didn't. They didn't have achievements.
2: They sit you down. Minecraft, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Dominic says, I currently have 43 hours logged in Skyrim, and I've been wondering how Bethesda was able to fit the entire supremely epic adventure on one Xbox 360 disc, while smaller games such as Rage, L.A. Noire, and Mass Effect 2 all fit on multiple discs. Good question. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's about engine optimization. Um, like from a engine standpoint, mm-hmm. a lot of the thing mechanics in Skyrim work the same as Oblivion. Just to be uh, straight up, like a lot of the characters move the same way. Um, obviously, the graphics are better, but a lot of the stuff is still there in the same way. So they've they've had multiple games to work on how to get this to fit and mm-hmm. run and work. And I think yeah. the the bulk of the content in there is um, obviously there's tons of dialogue, mm-hmm. even though there are quite a few people that talk about. Wounds to body parts and things like that. You know, there's those generic things thrown around, um, but I, I don't know. I think it's just about optimization, and Skyrim does it well. And I don't know where the bulk of the content is specifically in Rage, La Noir mm-hmm. and Mass Effect that's requiring multiple discs. But
2: it probably has a lot to do with you know textures and yeah, and the actual content that they're putting onto these discs. It's it goes more, more beyond. Um, you know, actual land space. I yeah, guess exactly. Like Skyrim is a gigantic game, but in terms of like you know actual detailed textures and things that really eat up a lot of a lot of memory and disk space. You know, that's that's what you're going to run across in in a game like Rage, for example. I mean, it just has the way that they built the textures in that game. They're just super detailed, but also not compressed and therefore fairly big.
1: Yeah, and for LA Noir, they had that huge motion, capt- motion yeah, scan yeah, technology. That yeah, some was crazy like, tech. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, like, and that, that's definitely going to eat up some real estate there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. I think that does it for our emails. Oh, man. Email! Email! Mario. And we're, we're going on to our next segment, which is MBKs. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, Stephanie. <laughs> well, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Um, MBKs are Mary Boff Kill. So we have our our uh, listeners who are very great at sending us some awesome yeah. ideas. Uh, you pick one out of these three options, and you have to <clears throat> you have to marry one of the three, kill one of the three, and uh, boff one of the three. Which boff I believe means to have take relations. them out to a steak dinner and <laughs> maybe watch the new Twilight movie at the theater. <laughs> That's what For boff the kids means, out right? There. Right, Pete? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow. Interesting.
2: So, first up, Zachary would like to know. Actually, Zachary sent four. Jeez. you crazy kids. Elder Scrolls franchise, Diablo franchise, and Final Fantasy franchise.
1: Whew. Ooh. Oh man.
0: All right. I think I would um, marry Elder Scrolls, boff Diablo, and kill Final Fantasy. I'm assuming oh. killing means the, all the uh, old games are still in existence, but they're not going to make any new ones.
1: Actually, it means gutting them like a fish so they
0: breathe. <laughs> There's n- it never existed. <laughs> Wipe it off the face of the earth. Brutal.
1: I- actually, I think I would agree with Peter. I definitely would kill the Final Fantasy franchise just because it's been going on for so long. And it's 13 and then 13 too. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not impressed or pleased at all. 13 going on 30. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to have to be the voice of difference here. I'm going to say <laughs> Merry Final Fantasy. Oh. Bob, Elder Scrolls, term. and kill Diablo. Now, I really like Diablo. I have for some years. Not that Diablo much, won. apparently. Well, no, just kidding. you have to kill something. Exactly. Right? But Final Fantasy, I'm already married to. I've played that game, or played that franchise since day one. I love the original Final Fantasy. I still pick it up every now and then and play it on my NES.
0: You go out to dinner every on the anniversary of
2: Final Fantasy 1's <laughs> release every year. We do. Yeah. And we're like, so what have you been up to lately? Oh, you know final fantasy 14 <laughs> and then the dinner goes quiet i gotta say i didn't
0: play 13 but i've been reading some of the previews around ign about 13
2: 2 it mm-hmm. actually sounds kind of cool it does and i liked final fantasy 13 for what it was yeah like i know a lot of people just absolutely aborted and hated it but you know i it okay it wasn't it's not gonna be seven they're never gonna no. make another seven no and you know I'm or six or six, for that matter exactly, um, but you know for what it was, it was a pretty fun game. The story got kind of stupid, and the dialogue was was pretty pretty lame at yeah. points, but i did I did like the battle system, I thought it was creative they they took a risk with thirteen, and you have to appreciate that I mean for a franchise that's going on, it's thirteenth entry or like fourteenth
0: thirteenth and a half now, or whatever, yeah. Whatever they're doing, there must be uh, fifteen behind the scenes yeah. somewhere because fourteen yeah. is just, what just announced their new payment system for the
2: online craziness. <laughs> they're their finally payment system because Enemy. they have a game that they feel comfortable charging people for. <laughs> yeah, it only took what over a year. <laughs> That's all. Um, so yeah, I like Final Fantasy, and I, I have right. faith that you know there's some there's some good minds at Square Enix that can you know pull something out with that series. And Did it's you guys just see that,
0: that Unreal Engine Final Fantasy Seven thing?
2: I I did kind of I mean, saw it. It's okay. Yeah. It was cool yeah. for was for a fan main impressive? thing. It yes. Was,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: It was it was pretty cool. It was impressive what they were able to do with it. But yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Porsche, Jaguar, Ferrari.
1: I'm not a big became, car person.
0: Uh, um, I'd kill Jaguar. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Um. Probably Mary Ferraris because they're good looking and they're gonna stay good looking for a long time. There you go. That just off the porsche for a few good rides in a little car
1: so you guys say porsche right and i know a lot of people go porsche
0: porsche i don't, I don't know i could be wrong
1: uh, no i'm just i'm <laughs> i just i hear both both yeah. uh pronunciations
2: we're on like nickname basis yeah porsche and i so it's like Pet name i call him poe poe i just go poor 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 what's up, poor where you at <laughs> what's up p all right i would marry ferrari uh boff porsche kill jaguar yeah but here's the thing about that i am six foot four <laughs> i don't might think i can kill fit porsche. any of these cars yeah i might have to kill porsche you're well, right
0: there's some bigger jaguars though so maybe you shouldn't
2: kill it there are some bigger jaguars don't kill those bigger jaguars that's just food for thought okay <laughs> Ooh. uh next up snes playstation one oh, dreamcast
1: man. this Bam. is tough
2: i'd do it tough. in that order would you I
0: feel like Super Nintendo games totally stand up, exactly, and I would kill it all over again.
2: Man, it had great games.
0: Super Nintendo totally stands up today. My brother still has our old Super Nintendo with this collection of games that we used to own, and he also picks them up at thrift stores all the time. Uh, PlayStation One, I was absolutely in love with, and there was just some great times back there. And Dreamcast, like I, I I didn't own one myself. I played it at friends, so maybe this is just a history of my life of what's happened. (laughs) Um, But yeah I'll kill it All over again
1: Yeah well PlayStation's probably One of my favorite consoles Oh you know
0: what I'd kill actually Is Dreamcast collections That have been re-released Oh Nobody
2: wants those Yeah. Yeah
1: But um, yeah, PlayStation, the PlayStation um, One is one of my favorite consoles of all time. But Peter is right in that the Super Nintendo games they, they still they still hold up really well. Whereas yeah. if I were to go back to like Crash Bandicoot right now, no, yeah, it doesn't it'd be hold up as Fucking well. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would actually kill the PlayStation and then boff Dreamcast and then marry Super Nintendo.
2: Yay! I but, would I would marry SNES. Off Dreamcast and kill PlayStation One. All right, I I'm okay with this. Yeah, you know,
1: there we go. I love the Super Nintendo. Yes.
2: <laughs> you can't you can't top that. But mm-hmm. you know, if I were a polygamist, I would definitely marry all three because <laughs> they all they all hold a very special, special place places, in my heart. Yeah. Sister systems, sister systems. Does <laughs> anyone, oh anyone? I
1: know. I used to watch that
2: <laughs> with T and Tamara. Yeah, nice. It was a
1: pretty cool show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> football baseball basketball go uh marry kill,
1: marry kill, kill. basketball because i actually grew up watching uh the nba with my dad so right. and then i would probably this is i i would probably kill football actually and boff baseball
0: Ooh. i just the only thing i actually follow is soccer so
2: it's true it's a You're whole, big this, soccer this
0: guy. Bloody murderous spree of killing all. <laughs> well, then really. maybe
2: it's maybe it's the international definition of football. Then. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I do enjoy. Uh, I'm okay with football. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball is just takes forever. Such a long thing.
1: It's fun Not when you go fan. to the actual yeah, game. It though. is. Oh yeah. hell
0: yeah! Uh, basketball. It's. I don't know. Basketball's okay. I feel like, in general, especially in the NBA, the games are so close most of the time, it comes down to like the last quarter every time.
1: That's why it's so exciting.
0: Just turn it on <laughs> three quarters of the way through. I'm not a fan, so don't listen to what I'm saying. I remember, I forget what uh, Christine, at one point, made called something a non-sport. I think oh, it was baseball. baseball. She said and it wasn't there a was real some, sport. There was an uproar. These are all real sports. Don't get me wrong, everyone. I'm just, I'm a soccer person.
2: Yeah. I'd have to go marry football, buff baseball kill basketball okay all in that order i mean i'm not a big basketball fan at all yeah it's just i don't know I, I can't get into it it bores me it's not fun to play for me at least it's not fun to watch and you're six me, four and i'm six fun. four wasted talent yeah. <laughs> okay. wasted wasted feet or something but yeah i love football Baseball's fun um kind of in the way that uh, stephanie was saying yeah you know i love being at a baseball park and yeah. and uh, watching a game a blast yep. drinking beers and shit alright that does it for Zachary's MBK's now let's move on to Adam who has Rayman Origins Batman Arkham City and Saints Row the 3rd oh man is a toughie.
1: out of the 3 I've only actually played Arkham City I've been meaning to try uh, Rayman and Saints Row but I haven't gotten around to it yet mm-hmm. so definitely marrying Arkham City just based on that
0: yeah Um. you know what I think I might do it in that order Yeah. I love. Don't get me wrong, I love Saints Row, but um, Batman is just all kinds of sexy.
1: Totally is. Just
0: take it out for a night on the town, you know? (laughs) Don't call it back, maybe in the morning, once it's over. Uh, And Rayman is just so cool, and you've heard us say it here before. It's like, if you haven't tried the demo or anything, like, check this game out. It's beautiful, it's fun, it's old school, it's just completely awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm in it for the long run. Excellent. I would... Marry Batman, Boff Saints Row, and Kill Rayman. Rayman, I love. It's a <laughs> kick-ass little game. You know, I, I love the art direction. I love the style. Mm-hmm. But Batman, I'm a, I'm a die-hard Batman fan. And Saints Row the third, it's just... It works in those, like, okay, you know, bottoms dropped. I've had a few beers. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to do some crazy shit that I can laugh at in this game for, like, maybe half an hour to an hour.
1: And there's definitely plenty of that, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's the craziest goddamn game and it's <laughs>
1: is that in a good way yeah like, in is. a great way like it,
2: is. it it wears that on its sleeve and it's like it, it has no delusions about itself it's like i this is what i am deal with it you can play me or you cannot play me whatever it's cool and i find that
1: sexy it's a great attitude
2: yeah all right baker's got some movie adaptations for us oh man mass effect series the elder scrolls series or gears of war series go um, um
0: I think I'd marry the Mass Effect series. I think that could make a good long-term TV show. Um something along those lines. A so oh, movie, movie damn
1: it. Adaptations.
0: Yeah, got to be movie. Pete. Okay, still I'll I'll take a Mass Effect movie. Um okay. I'd buff Gears of War movie and I think I'd kill the Elder Scrolls movie. But you just mm-hmm.
1: you just like previously you said that Mass the Elder Scrolls series would not make a good would TV make show. A good, uh, movie because you have like your own character, and that's the same way in Mass Effect. Yeah, that's why I'd
0: kill it Elder Wait. Scrolls.
1: No, I'm talking about Mass Effect. You said you Yeah, Mass marry Effect, that.
0: your own character, <laughs> but the the options are much more limited. It's not like you're discovering these crazy things that nobody's seen, or
1: but then then you have the morality system to take into account, and that could like really complicate the movie. I
0: don't think like, that would that needs to it be. In be in the movie, would it though?
1: be an evil shepherd or an, an, a good shepherd?
0: I think it doesn't have to be so black and white in a show, like you'd have to make some tough decisions, or so maybe. He's- Choose your own Like an adventure. anti-hero?
1: Yeah, maybe. I would I would uh, marry the Gears of War movie adaptation because it would just probably make one of the better movies of this list. It could be cool. Mo- it'd be more... Uh, movie. Focused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, then uh, boff Mass Effect and then kill Elder Scrolls. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with uh, Stephanie. I mean, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be that into a Gears of War movie, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, I think the dialogue would get pretty oh much God, <laughs> yeah. just unbearable yeah. after a point for a movie. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I definitely think that that world at least lends itself better to a, a linear film than Absolutely. either the other two. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Okay, guys, that does it for our MBKs. Oh, man.
1: That's, that was pretty cool. I, yeah. I like that. Who came up with that? The it?
2: tough choices. I don't know. It's been a, a thing it's been for been around. a long time. It's been
0: floating. It's in the ether. I think the old, uh, the old, old podcast did it seen it on 30 Rock. It's
2: been around the block. Oh. Yeah. Well,
1: Indeed. Not in no for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys have any more questions or more MBKs or you just want to shoot the shit, send us a message at unlocked at IGN.com. Uh, remember to keep your questions and suggestions short and sweet so we mm-hmm. can get to them on the air. Conversely, you can hit us up on Twitter at unlocked at P. Eichmann's at superly 7 is uh, Stephanie's Twitter handle at IGN and myself at Stephen underscore Hopper. So guys, uh, Pete, what do we have for the meta achievement this week? I think this week, uh, we're kind of in between holidays. so We're not going to do
0: anything holiday themed. But this Saturday are the VGAs, the video game awards, where developers and publishers are going to put up a whole bunch of new trailers, stuff we have no clue about right now. Um, so send in your thoughts probably before Saturday, but even after. You can talk about your disappointment. But send in like, your ideal surprise announcement from the VGAs. What would it be? Shoot that to us in an email for, uh, I don't know, just a quick, it can be a one-word email, so I'm going to say 10 points.
2: Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Your
0: hopes and dreams in video game announcement form.
2: <laughs> VGA would up, guys. All right. See uh, Thorf. 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 I would love to see more Thorf. Thorf. <laughs> My name is Steve. It's I would like, like a, to see Thorf.
1: It's like a terrible sequel to Thor 2. <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. Or Thor. <laughs> but Thor. Thor 2, that just came out? Or just Thor? I think it was just Thor. Okay. Just Thor. <laughs>
0: I never saw two two. Thor. All I remember thinking was like, "What the hell is Natalie Portman doing?
2: She <laughs> <laughs> was have in you that, done? right? Well, yeah. it's like the oh, okay.
1: terrible child of Thor and Alf." <laughs> <laughs> <Valf>. <laughs>
2: That would be a terrible child. <laughs> a little Melmacian running around with Mjolnir, the hammer.
0: Good call. I'm w- from Valhalla. <laughs> I could not have called out what type of alien elf was off the cuff, so good no. work there. And, and I can,
2: yes. which, is, That's which speaks more about me. That's why big bucks. Oh, God. That's yep. why he runs the Xbox channel. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, your help, and uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week.
1: Bleep,
2: bleep, bleep, bleep. So yeah, um, you've done unlocked in the past, right? Mm-hmm. So cool. You kind of know,
1: unless you guys change the whole format or whatever. Oh, we did.
2: We um, now talk now we, about yeah. cats. classic cars. Hopefully, cats and cats. Too. Awesome. Yeah, there's like a classic uh, cat restoration. Classic
1: cat. That's sad. <laughs> We're going to restore like our classic cats.
2: As classic the as these cats. just get. isn't what they used to be. <laughs> I had an '85 calico once. <laughs> my first cat. <laughs> Got it from my dad.
1: That's disturbing. <laughs>
0: 85 Calico. My dad was a
2: disturbing person. It's true.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut.